Welcome to Today on Broadway for Wednesday, November 10th, 2021. I am Tell Me on a Sunday podcast, Grace Aki. And I'm arts and culture writer, Ashley Steves. We have some very special breaking news that we have to hold. <laughs> Yay! It's 10 a.m., baby. It's 10 a.m. <laughs> for you're listening you. To. Yeah, this is going to be released at 10 a.m. instead of the typical 8, as you heard our teaser. Um, because we had to send a little bit of cheeky news. that It was embargoed. A little hard. bit of a, a hard embargo. Speaking of things that are hard, um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, me, exactly. I am. Um, because it's official that the Billy Crystal musical adaptation of the film Mr. Saturday Night will come to Broadway. The book is written by the original writers of the film, Billy Crystal, Lowell Gans, and Babalu Mandel, who just, you know, oh, sorry, I'll save, I'll save my commentary. Um, music by Jason Robert Brown, you've heard of her. Uh, lyrics yeah. by Amanda Green. Uh, previews begin March 1st, 2022, and opening night of the same month, March 31st, at the Nederlander Theater. Billy originated this role 30 years ago, playing a 75-year-old comedian. Now he's a 75-year-old comedian who does not need all the age makeup, right? (laughs) Yeah. No special effects needed here because we're on on the stage anyway. It's theater, baby. So do you know what other show opened on almost the exact same day at the Nederlander? I don't. So hit me with the... Ooh, hello. (laughs) Another movie musical, right? Yeah. So a, a couple of other things in the because the group chat was getting the one that you all want to be in. It was getting a little cynical, and I don't you need that right now because be there. <laughs> we just you just couldn't be there today because I've been waiting for this for a very long time. I've been following the readings, the workshops, everything. Besides the fact mm-hmm. that like Billy Crystal's returning to Broadway following his autobiographical solo show Seven Hundred Sundays, which you can watch on HBO Max at all times. Uh, it premiered in two thousand four and returned again in two thousand thirteen. This is the second movie musical Jason Robert Brown will have opened at the Nederlander. Do you know the other one, Ashley? I do not. That is Honeymoon in Vegas. Ah, <laughs> uh, I forgot that was at the Nederlander. Right. Oh, I remember because mm. everything has... Well, not everything, but in the past decade, things have not worked out well. Yeah. Uh, as far as movie musicals there, specifically yeah. movie musicals. I mean, you had Pretty Woman, Honeymoon in Vegas... Um, and Pretty Woman right before that. ran longer than it should. Let's be honest it was, here. It was a surprise. I think I mean yeah. like critical reception as well, yeah, not yeah, just yeah. financial. But yeah, I just... Um, this is news for you. This is news for me specifically, and I apologize. <laughs> I'm sorry you, we have to hold off the show uh, yeah. for you and you alone. No, I'm I'm honestly, I'm looking forward to this. I do not have the same level of attachment as you do, uh, and I'm okay with that because I can kind of vicariously live through your joy here. I think that what I would liken it to for anyone that doesn't give a shit about this is that okay take a movie or a or a famous person that has been in your favorite movies right mm-hmm. and they're making a musical of it okay cool take one of your favorite composers add that to a musical yeah. adaptation of that okay cool and now add the Looking- same people that wrote and w- that were starring in not just billy one of his co-stars yeah like the it, it's all the same people. So you know that the property is intact. They're not trying to go, mm, what mm. if we, ha- we, what if we did this for a new generation? No, no, right. no, no. It's, them. it's, it's the same stuff, dumbass. baby. Yeah. And, and I'm just really excited about that. I know that we, we saw some like mixed uh, critical reception when it was at Barrington stage recently. Right. I'm just hopeful. 
<laughs> Regardless, you get to see it. So that's kind of all that matters. And I, Tickets you know, go on sale in two days. So. <laughs> and they're already in your pocket somehow. <laughs> uh, I, you know, speaking as you were trying to make me imagine things, I'm very much looking forward then to the Stephen Sondheim written Silence of the Lambs musical starring Anthony Hopkins, I guess. Is that real? No. <laughs> Whoa. Oh, be. I was like, oh, wait, that, that see, that is the same. <laughs> It's like, I don't know. I, this is why I wish Nora Ephron were still alive, because I'm like, why aren't we doing the show? Anyways, uh, okay, Joy. let's get into the rest of the news. So Jeremy O'Harris's Tony-nominated Slave Play announced its all-new cast for the reopening, which begins previews November 23rd at the August Wilson Theater. The final additions to the cast are Devin Kawakoa and Jonathan Chad Higginbotham. They join the rest of the Broadway company that you've seen before, right? But Antoinette Crow Legacy had previously played the role of Kanisha, yeah. the role that Jakina Kalakonga was Tony nominated for, right? But a lot of the a lot of us don't know, like Jeremy O'Harris wrote that role for her when right. he was a student at Yale School of Drama. So it's yeah. going to be amazing that she finally gets to play this part on Broadway. Definitely. And also, I'm sure just exceptionally acted for that case. She's the first person who actually got to, you know, do yeah. the role. I think um, with Jonathan's announcement, too, I think Jeremy said that Jonathan Chad Higginbotham was mm-hmm. the first person who read for that role as well, though I don't know if played it in an actual performance at all. Uh, cannot wait to see this show again. I'm sad that I only got to see it the one time when it was in its first run. I know it's a very <laughs> contentious beast for some reasons um but not for me i love it i think it's exceptional and i can't wait to see it again it's running through january again guys i mean if you've missed it the first time you have another opportunity amend your mistakes (laughs) amend your mistakes tony committee no i'm just kidding um (laughs) but like literally but you know uh, take take another chance on it we just got this in it's very breaking news the producers of chicken and biscuits have announced that the show is being canceled for three upcoming performances their official statement reads through our regular testing process and protocols breakthrough covid19 cases have been detected within the company of chicken and biscuits and performances running tuesday november 9th through thursday november 11th will be canceled and people Mm. will be refunded um that's just kind of a bummer but you know it's just it's to be expected and i hope that we we figure it out this is this is how we move forward don't forget this is it um that's yeah that's we've kind of talked about we've kind of talked about it for a few other productions at this point including i thought chicken and biscuits might have canceled a couple performances already maybe i'm just imagining that or conflating it with another show but yeah this is gonna this is gonna keep happening and chicken biscuits right now is scheduled through beginning of january i think they're supposed to extend or thinking about extending or something um so yeah, they've got plenty more performances and as always I'm glad that they're on top of it. Like productions seem to be on top of everything that's going on now and that's all we can kind of hope for. Yeah. So um here we go. Let's take a moment from the show to talk about our Patreon. So we at Broadway Radio we're bringing you so many conversations. <laughs> we're bringing you exclusive <laughs> content, roundtable discussions. Ashley and I are literally pre-gaming so hard for tomorrow when we talk about Dana H. Like we are so excited to see all these shows, have these conversations, but we're able to keep the lights on thanks to you, our patrons and listeners. So thank you so much for supporting us and being a Patreon subscriber. If you are, if you're not, go to patreon.com slash Broadway radio and get on that because hello, you get the news before everybody else, number one. But number two, you do get to have all this exclusivity when it comes to our conversation 
conversations, our content, our interviews. I know that Matt has 1 million things coming up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm unfamiliar with all of it, but I do support it. So uh, make sure that you engage with us across all social media platforms as well, because that is literally how people hear about us. Uh, you know, there are only a finite way to, f- to find out about things at this point, especially when it comes to theatrical news, and you might as well get it from a good source, right? I mean, we're entertaining when you say that. Yeah. It was a quick yaw from Ashley. Yeah. And on that note, <laughs> head to patreon.com slash Broadway Radio to learn more. So according to Broadway Grosses, the Broadway box offices were up 16% last week with three new performances joining, you know, Broadway theaters. Diana, Book of Mormon, and Clyde's joined the 30 shows, taking in a combined $22,855,192. Not bad. It's not bad. I know that there was a huge dip because of Halloween. But yeah, we've got more shows, so of course we're going to get more money. Exactly. And good to see more money going into it, however it wants to do so. After a year of the special award being omitted, it was announced that the Tony Awards will present the Excellence in Theater Education Award as part of the 2022 ceremony. The honor was omitted from last year's presentation, which I kind of find interesting because the honor is usually awarded annually to a pre-college arts educator who, quote, inspires all with the superlative theater programs. Nominations, of course, can be submitted through January 31st of next year at the Tony Awards website. I think it's funny that I know we omitted it because we were all at home, but yeah. I saw theater <laughs> teachers busting ass to I make know. sure that their students still got the arts. So I find it funny that in a year that we're, but of course, like, do I yeah. find it funny because the Tony Awards did kind of bounce for yeah. a minute? Funny as in um, ha or funny as in like, ugh, funny. it's definitely a funny. <laughs> but I'm glad that it's coming it, back. I am too. Yeah. And like you said, like this is very clearly omitted because people weren't in classrooms. And, you know, to that extent, I'm sure would have been harder to kind of nominate and assess in the ways that they needed to. Uh, just yeah. glad to have it, but ba- glad to have it back. Um, it's <laughs> quite honestly, maybe my favorite Tony. It just makes yeah. me so happy. I love I know seeing, it. I know, I love seeing the, that award. Do you? Oh, yeah. I love that. In other news, this is this is only honestly for Ashley and I and no one else. Yeah. Classic Stage Company announced a three week extension for Assassins. I mean, who could have seen this coming? Ashley I know. Steves. Wild. <laughs> Originally scheduled through January eighth of next year, the musical will now run through January twenty ninth. The production officially opens November fourteenth, and uh, I'm seeing it this Friday. Yay! I'm so excited. I'm so excited to hear everything you and Matt have to say about it. Like, well, we're oh, gonna have a conversation. Oh my god. Uh, yeah, so this is three weeks now. I will be absolutely shocked if this isn't extended again. And like I said on Twitter, I think it should just run forever at this point. Like, everyone wants to see this damn show. I want to see it at least two more times. And that's like a very low ball. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. Well, maybe there will be some kind of like recording and you can listen to maybe, it. Wouldn't that be nice? Maybe. I'll, I, I wish. Guess, right? I guess I'm going to have to talk to the powers that be. <laughs> yes. So the Cyrano <laughs> musical film adaptation starring Peter Dinklage will have a one week run in Los Angeles on December 17th. This kind of change, you know, they were supposed to open up in, you know, movie theaters yeah. across the board earlier. I was certainly supposed to go to invited um, viewing and mm. that got canceled. Um, then it will start a platform expansion on January 21st before a wide opening in early February. 
The reason that they've announced that they're doing this is because Oscar nomination balloting starts January 27th and ends February 1st. They're hoping this better positions themselves, regardless of the positive reception they've had from critics, uh, which, you know, they've already received for the Oscars. Now, I think this is a musical strategy because of the West Side Story opening in December, but I I don't know why else they would. uh, You know, uh, there are just so many musicals right now that maybe they're trying to reposition themselves. It's smart. It's a good strategy. I think you're right. I think this is to keep them as close in everyone's mind as possible. And with West Side Story, with Tick, Tick, Boom, uh, there's going to be a lot of musical conversation coming up in the last couple months of the year. Uh, This puts them at a better advantage, and especially when you have somebody like Peter Dinklage in your cast, who weirdly I had a dream about last night, and I have no idea. I've had dreams about him. I mean, fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, Wait, have I not told you this? No, I don't think so. No, he was he was the sexiest man I've ever met in my life. I believe that. No, I, I've, I believe never, that. <laughs> I've never been so shocked at meeting a person that I didn't know how to feel about. I respected their work. It absolutely. was a sexy dream, too. That's all I can remember. I remember That's- it was a sexy dream. Um, He's a very sexy man. It shocked me how sexy. <laughs> <laughs> Not, surprised. Not surprised. Not surprised at all. Not surprised at all. Good for Good for him. Good for everybody. Yeah. Gorgeous man. Oh, speaking of West Side Story, because yeah, I said it a second Peter ago. Dinklage, many of speaking of- <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, no, we're gay. So um, many it's of our true. favorite theater legends have been named in the LGBTQ plus honors for Out 100. Tony nominee Ariana DeBose is featured alongside Tony winner Sara Ramirez on, on cover stories. It's kind of amazing. The rest of the list is so extensive and fantastic, but I want to highlight yeah. Yes. Nick Dodani and my dear, dear Mason Alexander Park Yay, is included. So many it. people, please check them out. Um, it's it's a fantastic check them out list. Indeed. And and check them out indeed. <laughs> Lastly, my second home in the West Village, the Cherry Lane Theater, is the longest off-Broadway theater, longest running off-Broadway theater in New York. This historic theater is being listed for $12.95 million, and that is $12.95 million out of my budget. But they are hoping <laughs> it goes to someone who is willing to keep it a theater. And also, you know, there's like an eight-apartment residency above it as well, right. um, according to an article for Bloomberg. So I this one made me emotional. Can, so yeah, I, just, I think we can. I think we can all pull together and buy uh, it. At least, yeah. You James know. said, yeah. It, Patreon subscribers, it's it's now in your hands. <laughs> we now have a twelve point nine five million dollar tier, but you don't really get any reward other than the Cherry Lane Theater becomes our studio. Oh, okay, fair enough. Exactly. Good. 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 So finally, in recommendations, a video of uh the recording behind La Vie Boheme and then some like B-roll footage from Signature Theater's Rent was released. And I'm just saying, when can we see this? Hell yeah. Hell (laughs) yes. It's awesome. So exciting. And another recommendation, if you're familiar with the 1977 MTA Broadway ad that features, I know you are. I know that like anybody, like, isn't there, there are all these like hints to other shows like um, Mm -hmm. The Wiz, like it is such an iconic MTA Broadway ad that the fact that we've recreated it was released uh, today and you have to look at it. I think uh, Matt Murphy Photography was behind this. 
it's so stunning and such a beautiful callback that it it made me like dumb emotional about the yeah, fact that I'm like right? we really are still that community. Like we ride the train we're, we're, and we <laughs> <laughs> we see shows and we're in shows and Danny Burstein and, and Danny Burstein's right there, um, baby. Uh, yeah, yeah, I it, it kind of got me a little emotional too. Of like, here's this enduring thing that we're re- recreating. It's it's actually like I've been wanting to buy the original for like my apartment to frame in my apartment. Apartment, and now I want the new one too. They can go side by side. Wouldn't that be nice? <sighs> Finally, if you are willing to stick around, please do because I've got a really special conversation with Javier de Bruin, who is a, not only a friend of mine, but also a playwright who is opening Luciernagas at the National Queer Theater at the 14th Street Y, November yes. 13th through the 30th. I'm just saying you love the you're going to want to see theater. this. Yay. Exactly. And, and supporting someone that not only I respect and love, but also the National Queer Theater. I'm, I can't wait to see this play. I've been hearing about them mm, talk about yeah. it for four years. <laughs> so oh, it's yeah. such a... It's such a it's such an exciting thing. So I was I was very glad to sit down with them during Tech Week to talk about this show so that you yeah. all will hopefully go and see that too. So if you're willing to stick around, please do for our Patreon subscribers only. Thank you so much for for being a Patreon supporter so that you could listen to this great interview. Thank you for listening to Today on Broadway. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Broadway Radio. And don't forget about our Patreon. Like we said earlier, we got too many goodies there. Patreon.com slash Broadway Radio. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and I was going to say Snapchat. And then I said, <laughs> I am not 17 anymore. You can find me on social media at It's Grace Aki. Ashley, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram. No, this is Ashley. Thank you guys so much for sticking around with us. We will see you tomorrow. Bye.